You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekweme. Our Father, we give you the praise, we give you the glory that is due your name. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we have given thanks. Can you put those hands together? I'm excited. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Beloved, it is for man to dig a well, but for Almighty God to cause water to come out of the well. Paul can plant, Apollos may water, but truth be told, only God can give the increase. It is God who has added to us thus far, year one, year two, year three, now year four. I, I, I want us to give him the praise and the glory that is due his name in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I welcome every one of you into day one of Reha IC 2021. I want to greet uh, Minister Noella for being such an amazing blessing. Can you celebrate? Grace, 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 grace. And Minister Chi also celebrate grace. Celebrate grace. Hallelujah. Whilst you're standing, turn together with me to Genesis 21. I want to greet a few leaders who are here who have taken time to be with us in our Sunday morning worship. Pastor Irene and Zimiro, my dear sister, help me celebrate her. Celebrate, celebrate. She lights up the room when she steps in. Pastor Thompson, Emmanuel, celebrate. Pastor Thompson, good to see you, sir. Love you big. And Pastor Victor Omobode, dear friend and brother, celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. And will you celebrate yourself as well? I know you clap louder for yourself. <laughs> Praise God. All right, we are in Genesis 21. I will read from the Amplified Classic Version, if you will, please. AMPC, Genesis 21, 1 to 3. Shall we read together three verses? One, two, three, go. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to her, or for her, as he had promised. For Sarah became pregnant and bore Abraham a son in his old age. At the set time, God had told him, Abraham named his son whom Sarah bore to him Isaac. In other words, laughter. God is going to make somebody to laugh. The Lord visited Sarah. And God did to Sarah as he had said. For the assignment this morning, divine visitations for wonders divine visitations for wonders our father and our god will lift our hearts and our hands to thank you for the gift of life the privilege together again on this day one of rear ic 2021 will thank you for open heavens i beseech you again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay of your seven son that this day i will come to your people with a thus saith the lord Move every man, woman, boy, girl in this room, but also across the nations. Our family join on across the length and the breadth of the earth. From where we are to where you've reserved and preserved for us in the place called destiny, we'll vows always to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we have prayed. Somebody shout a big amen. You may please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Divine visitations for wonders. I want to once again welcome you into what promises to be 
a five-day prophetic feast beginning from today. I believe as the Bible declares in Isaiah 26 verse number 5, 25 verse 6, I beg your pardon, that these days shall be for us days of feast of fat things. Days of feast, prophetic feast of fat things. Isaiah 25 verse 6 says, and in this mountain, there's a mountain called Zion, by the way. And in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things. A feast of wines on the leaves of fat things full of marrow of wines on the leaves well refined. The Amplified Classic says thus, and on this Mount Zion shall the Lord of hosts, hear this, make for all peoples a feast of rich things. A feast of rich things. And it goes on to become more descriptive of what kind of feast. It says, symbolic, my, 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 of his coronation festival. <laughs> inaugurating the reign of the Lord on earth in the wake, hear this of a background of gloom judgment and terror if you like, add COVID-19 a feast of wines on the lees of fat things full of marrow of wines on the lees well refined at the backdrop of darkness at the backdrop of difficulty upon the face of the earth, at the backdrop of chaos, when economies of nations are shutting down, when businesses are shutting down, he said, I will make for you a feast of rich things. Pray low somebody. In other words, what I'm going to do in your life in this season will bear no semblance with your environment my God. It will have absolutely nothing to do with your economy because your God and my God does not respect the economy. He respects the covenant. So get ready. Your God has begun this hour to give you a feast of fair things and a feast of rich things. That means somebody's story is going to change in the next, next five days. Oh, your amen sounds questionable. Your amen needs revival. Your amen needs resuscitation. Somebody shout a big amen. I, I said everything and anything is about to change in your life. You see, I've been so expectant about these five days. I've been full of joy, knowing fully well that the clouds are heavy and the clouds are about to release a downpour. Listen, when it rains, it really, really rains. And I pray that somebody under the sound of my voice, you'll be rightly positioned to receive the kind of downpour that God is already releasing from this hour. That means your dry area is about to be like a watered garden. Oh, come on, come on, come on. What was not working is about to work. Why? Your father is making for you a feast of rich things. Shout, yes, I believe. Hallelujah. I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you to keep your switch of faith turned on and your level of expectancy heightened, knowing fully well under this open heavens under this prophetic feast just about anything and everything can happen beloved I believe so strongly the longer outstanding issues in the lives of God's people in this room and in the nation is about to give way mm -hmm. longer outstanding issues Things that look like they could never happen. Listen, expectation is the mother of the miraculous. What you don't expect, don't receive or you will not receive. But what you expect, you have a guarantee that God is going to make available to you. So as far as you can see that God will do in these days, God said, I will do it. 
why the limits are blown away why the ceiling is blown away just as far as you can see the God of wonders is set to do wonders right there in your life somebody shout a big amen beloved I want you to trust God for what I call a forceful turnaround a forceful turnaround a turnaround that is compelled by the word and by the spirit a forceful turn around expect in these five days not just to be taught not just to be preached to but expect the impartation of the spirit of God coming upon your way something about prophetic feast in prophetic feast there are moments that are considered as catching up moment Elijah said to Elisha you have deserved the double what you've asked for is not impossible but it's a hard thing what you've asked for in this feast is not impossible but a hard thing but he said to him if you see what I see if your vision is one with me if you see me when I'm caught up that what you've desired is going to land upon you. Beloved, I, I want your gaze to be upon Jesus. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, in all of the sessions. Why? There are going to be many catching up moments where God will release what it, what it requires to change your story. Like that woman with the issue of blood for 12 years she's labored under that plague of that disease or that infirmity but there was a day there was a point in time when she said enough is enough what was it she saw Jesus passing by she said wait a minute this is my once in a lifetime opportunity I can't miss this much she said if only if only I can touch the hem of his garment I know that this issue of 12 years is going to dry up and I believe she bent down stooped low humbled herself in the midst of the crowd crawled up, up to the point where she touched the hem of the garment of just guess what instantaneously a 12 year disease came to an utter end. Listen, it doesn't take your God as long to bring about a solution as the devil tried to mess you up. I prophesy to somebody under the sound of my voice, seven years of waiting for your own bambino, your kotepo, your years and days of waiting, they are about to be terminated. Many years of waiting for that job, that kapoka, it's about to be, why? In the day of his power, he said, my people shall be willing and these are the days of his power where anything and everything is possible somebody shout yes I believe in prophetic feast your change can come any moment that's why your gaze must be on Jesus don't be distracted everybody in this conference we're running a very unique lane and unique race people have traveled from far and from near to be a part of this feast so determine I am going to get everything that God has put upon my table he said, I prepare for you a table in the midst of your enemies. You know, God doesn't have to eliminate your enemies to bless you. In fact, your blessing is sweeter when your enemies can watch you eat your meal. You know, when we're young as believers, we pray, fall down and die. Let my enemies die. But as we've grown, we're still growing. We now pray thus, don't kill my enemy. Give them long enough life to see what, katoba, what you make out of my life. You know what I'm saying? Let them live long to see what you're doing in my life. Let them stay alive to see you bless me, to see you lift me, to see you change me, to see you translate me when they said nothing good can come out of that black sheep. Let them live long. Is sweeter when they're alive. I tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being practical. Those who don't like you, don't pray for their death. Stay alive. Hallelujah. A feast of fat things. The Bible declares in Psalm 126 verse 1, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. We shall be 
like them that dream. I used to quote that scripture without the word again. But it says, when the Lord turned again, our captivity, we shall be like them that dream. So it seems clear there was a point in time in your walk with God, you had a divine encounter, you experienced a divine visitation of the Lord that brought about a turnaround. But God is saying, as I gave you a turnaround yesterday, I'm going to give you a turnaround today that will literally blow your natural mind. Because what I'm doing today will supersede and exceed in glory, in weight, in stature, in might. Ha! To what you saw me do yesterday. Why? The path could take a path. Of the just man always shines brighter and brighter to the day of perfection. The same God that helped you, David, to pull down your lion and your bear is the very same God that is going to help you pull down Goliath. Turn again. When the Lord turned again. Somebody said, turn again. Oh yeah, you've seen a turn in January, but there's a turn in February. There's another level of turn in March. There's again a turn in April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Turn and turn and turn until you become all he ordained for you to be in this season of wonders. Somebody say, turn again. Your money is turning again. Your health is turning again. The anointing upon your life, it is turning again. The mantle upon your life, it is turning again. Your wisdom upon your life is what? Turning again. You'll be like them that doth dream dreams. God is about to do something in your life. In the next five days, that will leave your neighbors wondering, is it you? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you? But you're going to say, this is me, but not me. Because this is not the me that left my heart. Go, no, this is one that is transformed and changed. Somebody is going to receive what? A false full turn around. Say, turn again. Hallelujah. 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 Beloved, as I saw the Lord for my assignment in this conference, this Sunday morning, there are three things primarily that I'm assignment. Three things. Number one, I have an assignment to make an announcement. Write down. Number one, make an announcement. Make an announcement. Number two, I'm assigned by God this morning to make a proclamation or declaration. Announcement. Proclaim, declare. Number three, I have an assignment to pronounce blessings, prophetic blessings. Number one, announce. Number two, declare, proclaim. Number three, bless. Announcement. What is the announcement, you may wonder? I will tell you. My assignment today is to announce over you in this hall, and in the nations of the world, that your change of season is here. Your amen sounds very questionable. Let me announce again that your your change of seasons is here. You see, when your season changes, things around you suddenly begin to align to your new season. Even those who did not like you, somehow they are made to work for you because you are in a season that when you are at peace with God, He will cause even your enemies to be at peace with you. When you please your God, He makes, He compels your enemies to be at peace with you. So when you are in your season, Everything works for you. I see your foes working for you. I see your friends working for you. I see the stars, the moon. I see the, the, the trees. I see the birds. I see the mountains, the elements. I, I see them work for you. Somebody shout, this is my change of seasons. In the Old Testament, one way that seasons were announced was through the release of the sound of the ram's horn or what you call shofar. 
announcing the change of season was through the release of the shofar, sound from the shofar. Number two, by the way, regarding the announcement, announcement is only made at the verge of manifestation. I'll explain. It's one thing to receive a prophecy. A prophetic word. And many have received prophetic words and it's taken years for manifestation. A case in hand is Sarah. Sarah received a word from the Lord. You are going to have a baby. But she waited for 25 years before there was a manifestation. It was at the verge of the appearance of Isaac that this angel announced to her you are going to have a baby. Oh boy. You look at the Old Testament, there were many prophetic scriptures about the birth of Jesus. Isaiah was one. Isaiah 9 6. Unto us a child is born, a son is given. He shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting Father, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, uh, the government shall be upon his children, and so on and so forth. Isaiah 9 6. So it, it, was, it was prophesied about his birth. But you come into the New Testament. The angel Gabriel came to announce, not to prophesy, announce that Jesus is coming. Mary, you are going to have a baby. So there is prophecy and there is announcement. You see, you see, holding and having a prophecy does not guarantee when it will be manifest. But when there is an announcement, it's indicative that your time of waiting is over and you are about to step into the tipping point of what? Of manifestation. A very prophetic words you receive from the Lord, whether this year or previous years, and it's been hovering over your life. You're wondering when will I come into this dimension of glory, dimension of the power of God? Well, I came to announce, not to prophesy anymore. That came, you are coming, you have come into, yeah, into your change of season. That means manifestation is here. You are going from dreams to reality. You are going from dreams to reality. There have been words hovering over your life for a long time. Can I tell you the hour of visitation, the hour of performance is here. It was said to Mary, listen, if you believe, there shall be a performance. To see that believeth, there shall be a performance. Not just prophecy, a performance. The hour of the performance is here. The change of season. Let me prophesy over you. Delays no more. <laughs> Delays no more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, I'm assigned by God to make a certain proclamation or declaration. Hmm, what is it? That is for you to get ready. Get ready for the visitation of the God of wonders. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Preparation precedes performance. Preparation precedes manifestation. Each time God is ready to do something in the lives of his people, the first thing he would demand is for them to get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. For the God of wonders is about to visit us. Hmm. Number three, have an assignment to simply bless. Bless. The word bless means empowered to prosper. Hmm. The blessing of God is powerful. More powerful than money. Is a mother of money. More powerful than anything else that appears to be wealth and riches. The mother of it. He saw belittle the blessing that came from the father Isaac. Jacob valued what it means to be blessed. The blessing though looks intangible will birth great and mighty tangibles in a man's life. 
when a man is blessed you can push him down like a cork in the water he will rise up again <laughs> I am blessed unapologetically when a man is blessed take him to Sambisa forest listen he's jumping out somebody said I'm blessed pronounce a blessing The prophet Balaam said, I have received a commandment to bless. And because the Lord has blessed, it is irreversible. Koteketa. In this season, the hand of the Lord, the same that came upon Elijah, that made him outrun the chariot of the king of his day and age. May the good hand of Jehovah rest upon you and cause you to experience the overtaker's anointing. Somebody said, yes, I believe. A commandment to bless. May that hand pick you up from the back. May that hand preserve you. May that hand protect you. May that hand provide for you supernaturally. May that hand cause water to come rushing from the rock. May that land cause barren grounds to be for you and to you a fruitful field, a fruitful garden. Somebody said, I am blessed. You can't hold on a blessed woman. You can't. You can't. You're blessed. Announce, declare, proclaim, I'm blessed. Hallelujah. The Bible declares in Proverbs 10 22, the blessing of the Lord is what makes rich. That means the father and the mother of riches. And he adds no sorrow with it. When God blesses, it's complete. There's, there's no comma, there's no mistake. There's no M, M, M. No, sir. No, sir. What serve of the Lord do we have? The forever. Hallelujah. Beloved, divine visitations and divine encounters is what leads, track with me, please, as we run along is what leads to the manifestation of wonders in the lives of people. Divine visitations, divine encounters leads to the manifestation of wonders in the lives of believers. In our text we read thus, the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. Mm. 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 And the Lord did for her as he had promised. So the saying precedes the doing. Mm. He appears and visits you after he spoke to perform what he said. Wow. So when the Lord begins to visit a people, underscore, visit a people, or a people encounter him, those people ought to get ready for wonders or performance. See what the Bible says in 1 Kings 8.23. It's a pattern in the scriptures. 1 Kings 8.23 and 24. And he said, this is Solomon now, the Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath who keeps covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all their heart who has kept with thy servant David my father that that thou promised him thou spake also with thy mouth alright 
and has fulfilled it with an hand as it is this day. It's a pattern. God speaks. And anytime God speaks is indicative of what he's going to do in your life. He speaks to paint a picture of what he's about to do. But when God is going to perform it, he visits you and then he does. He performs or manifests with his hand what his mouth had hitherto declared. When Apostle Paul wrote to his son Timothy in the Lord in 1 Timothy 1.18 asking him to wage good warfare with the prophecies spoken over his life. The truth be told it also is one way to wage a good prophecy with a, or wage a good warfare with a prophecy spoken over us is to seek to engage divine encounters or divine visitations. Because you're not going to be able to bring to pass in your life what God spoke. That's why I'm glad in these early few days of the year God has been teaching us about his love Showing us that the reason why we will walk in wonders and live in wonders is not because we're strong, we're powerful, we can break and fast. No, it's because of his love. He desires to share his nature with us because of his mercy. Zechariah 4, 6, 7, 7 says, It's not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So you need the engagement of the Holy Ghost by way of divine encounter if you're going to see performance. Spirit. Spirit spirit hmm. we see amongst the children of Israel in the land of bondage in Exodus that they had been in slavery for 430 years and then they began to cry unto God and God said to Moses I have heard the cries of my people I have seen their affliction your father is a compassionate God Hmm. You have a high priest who is touched with the feelings of my family. If you feel it, he feels it. He knows you more than you know you know yourself, and he's touched with what touches you. He's a compassionate God. He's a compassionate high priest. So I have seen and I have heard what the affliction. He said to Moses, "I, I am sending you." As a vehicle of mercy to bring about deliverance. Look at this. Exodus 3 verse 7. Please write down. Exodus 3, 7 and 8. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. And I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Wow, 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 wow. And to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hevites and the Jebusites and other sites. Praise God. I have come down to deliver you from the land of bondage. I don't know what your own land is. <laughs> A land of marital delay, a land of disease, a land of infirmity, a land of weakness, a land of disfavor. He said, I have come down to deliver you out, not just to bring you out, but to take you in. Go take about. He's not just interested in delivering you out, but he wants to thrust you in. Into where? Into Canaan, into your place of rest. Hello, somebody. I perceive and I believe in these few days, literally, our God is here. Our God will be coming down to work deliverance and miss his people. Listen, 
It was said concerning the Apostle Peter in Acts 10 44 that whilst Apostle Peter was yet preaching the word, the Holy Ghost fell upon the people. Listen, while preachers and psalmists will be singing, will be preaching, as I am preaching right now, guess what? The Holy Ghost instantly, immediately, suddenly is falling upon you. As it falls upon you, lumps are shriveling. As it falls upon you, disease are being rooted out. As it falls upon you, doors either to shut their opening wide, somebody shout, Holy Ghost, fall afresh upon me. What you need is the Holy Ghost encounter. What encounter with the Lord would change everything in your life. The challenge is that many go to church and fail to engage in encounters. Hey, one encounter. You shouldn't be in a meeting where you don't genuinely encounter God. Because the encounters a man has with the Holy Ghost is a summation of the man's walk with God. Your, your life is a summation of various encounters. And I pray this beautiful Sunday morning, you will not just be in church to hear another message, another word, but of a truth by virtue of impartation, the Holy Ghost will be encountering you where you are. It will change everything in your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I'm come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Exodus 3, 16, 17 says, Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, covenant-keeping God, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely, hear the word again, visited you visited you visited you our God desires to visit his people the psalmist declared what is man that thou art mindful of him what is man that thou visited him he desires to visit his people in the garden of Eden the Bible tells us from time to time in the cool of the day Abba Father will step into the garden with his majestic steps for the purpose of fellowshipping with the man he created in visitation. He wants you to be open to his visitation because one visitation will lead to an encounter and will lead to a change of story. May your gaze be so much on Jesus in these days ahead of us desiring to encounter him in meaningful ways that will change your story. You can't encounter him, I remember the saying. Blind Bartimaeus on a certain day only heard he was passing by Jesus. Say, what? Is that the master? He cried, thou son of David, son of mercy, have mercy upon me. He was crying for a visitation and encounter. One encounter changed everything. One encounter changed everything. Hallelujah. Joseph on his deathbed in Genesis 50, verse 24, it says, And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die, I die. And God, yeah, yeah will surely visit you. Surely visit you. And bring you out of this land. Remember, when he visits you, is to bring you out to take you in. Bring you out of this land into the land which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones from hands. He was assured and persuaded that God will visit them and deliver them. Hmm. 
His visitations guarantee encounters and his encounters guarantees a release of wonders or performance. Visitation. Visitation. Beloved, many understand the omnipresence of God, meaning that he is everywhere at all times, in every place. But fewer people understand that there is another dimension of the presence of God that is called the manifest presence of God. This was a heart cry of Moses. <laughs> Except you go with us, take us not out from here. <laughs> and Moses was saying, you see, getting into Canaan without you is, is not, it's no deal. Yeah, you promise us a land, but that land is no good without you being there. It's your presence that makes heaven heaven. So no matter where you are in life's journey, as long as God is with you, that could be an air-conditioned pavilion. As the three Hebrew boys who were thrown into Nebuchadnezzar's fire, he said seven times, guess what? Because the fourth man was in the fire, it became an air-conditioned Why? In his presence, there is fullness of joy at his right and his work. There are pleasure, pleasure. Where? In his presence. Seek his presence. There is a way you walk with God You become a carrier of his presence Just one hello How are you Boom something opens up You've plowed enough in prayer In walk in intimacy in praise in worship So he begins to marinate upon you He doesn't visit you and leave you Without something tangible His visitations Leaves you with impartations they are marks of his visitation. Seek his visitation. Seek him. <laughs> Moses said, except you go with us. I'm not going. Everybody else can go, but I'm not going. Moses cried, show me your glory. <laughs> Above beyond house and cows, degrees and pedigree, the thing that makes anything make sense is your glory, is your presence. Jesus said, he will visit you. And he'll take you up. People of God, in this conference, the visitation has begun. Your amen sounds like it is revival. <laughs> Across the airwaves, his visitation has begun. Things are changing rapidly around where you are. If only you can see it with your spirit, man. If you are alert, if you are alive, if you are vigilant, Elijah said to Elijah, if you see me, katopaka, you must see, you must be vigilant. Don't lose focus in any session whatsoever. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible in Luke 19, 43 speaks about the day of his visitation that we must not miss says for the day shall come upon thee that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee round and keep thee in on every side and shall lay thee even in the ground hear this and thy children within thee and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. Hear this. Because thou knowest not the time of thy visitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. His time is discerned. We don't know his time based on the chronos or based on the economy. We read about the feast of fat things. It will happen at the backdrop of not so good things. <laughs> we only discern the time of his visitation. There was a tribe in Israel called the tribe of Issachar in 1 Chronicles 12 32. So the sons of Issachar, they knew two things. They knew what time it was based on heaven's calendar. 
according to heaven's calendar, they knew what time it was. But they also knew exactly what to do in heaven's divine timing. And by those two things, it was said, they, they became masters. The entirety of the, their brethren were under their command. Knowing what time it is, is knowledge. Knowing what to do is wisdom. A combination of knowledge and wisdom makes you a master. You know why I say this? Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. When? When darkness covers the earth. Hey! And gross darkness, the people. Isaiah 6, verse 1 to 2. In the midst of thick darkness, global darkness. When things look like they're rough and tumble on the earth, God said, My army, my jewel company, my mighty army, they will be rising. Look at jewel too. These guys were brutal. They fall upon swords. Swords cannot kill them. AK-47 bazookas and uh, the west of best of missiles can't kill them. This is, no, they fall on swords. They can't kill them. Before them is an Eden. Behind them a desolate wilderness. They run to and fro. They don't break ranks. These guys were something else. Said they, they, There has not been any like them and will never be again. That army is on the rise. And I believe there are people here who have been elected by grace to be a part of that army. Hello, somebody. Your amen sounds very, very... It's like it's on admission. It's resuscitation. I think it's the mask that we're wearing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Praise God. But the days of this mask, they're over. Sound of mouth of you, know, you know what? The enemy is trying to keep your mouth quiet. But mask or no mask, shout amen. Amen, means so be it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and bless the Lord. Let's thank him. The God of wonders. The God of wonders. Can we thank him for the many opportunities in these five days for divine visitation? And declare, I will not miss it. I will not miss it. Hey, hey. Can we pray for one minute? I will not miss it. My hour. Boko Sasakata. Bible declares in Isaiah, sorry, Zechariah 10:1, ask ye for rain in the time of the light rain. So you know the time, but you ask. Ask the Lord, Lord, help me not to miss my own moment of visitation. My catch it up moment. I'm not just coming to another conference. No, it's a feast of fat things. Hmm. Oh, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Like Elisha, I'm going all the way. From Gilgal, Bethel, Jericho, Jordan. I'm going all the way. I will see him. I'll follow him to the end. I won't let the other sons of prophet discourage me. No, I'm going all the way. Somebody pray. Shatavaroskis. Lekabababos. Give him praise. Give him praise. For the refreshing moments we're enjoying already. Yes. 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 Can you decree and declare every pressure, every pressure, any pressure in my life <laughs> under this open heavens, you are converted for pleasures. Yes, from pressure to pleasures, from pressure to pleasures, from pressure to pleasure. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We receive it under this divine encounter from pressure to pleasure. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Heads bowed, eyes closed. I want to give the privacy of this moment to some people who are not born again, who don't know this Jesus, who speak about this hour. Yes, a man of God, pray with me. I want to really, really enjoy this degree of pleasure that can only come from God. This degree of rest that only God can give. Certain things may pacify in life, but only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus, I tell you. I tell you, nothing else can possibly satisfy. There is a void in every heart that only Jesus can fill. And you know that void has been there, aching, numbing. You say, man of God, I want Jesus. Just lift your right hand wherever you are in this hall. Your right hand, so you can pray quickly. Just your right hand. Until an usher gets to you quickly. Wave that hand. Right hand, right hand, right hand. Keep it up. Until an usher gets to you. Right hand up. Ushers, look up for hands that are up. Put a card in their hands quickly. 
Just keep it up until a card gets into your hand. Praise God. For those across the nations, let's pray together. Those on this hall, let's pray together. Shall we join our heart and faith with our brothers and sisters? Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart as I invite you, Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. Lamb of glory, forgive me all of my sins. I declare and declare that Jesus Christ is both my Lord and my Savior. I give you the praise and the glory because I'm blood washed I'm blood bought in Jesus' name. Amen. Will you rise on your feet and just lift your hands up? Let me pray one more prayer over your life. Hands up to the Father, to your Father, expectant, eager, yearning to receive from Him. Hallelujah. He said He will open His own hands. He will satisfy the desire of every living flesh. His hands are open. Now open your own to receive. Remember, as far as you can see, he says, I will open my hands and I will satisfy the desire of every living flesh. Includes you, includes me. Father Lord, as our faces differ, so our knees differ. Thank you for this open heavens. Thank you for this moment in destiny to encounter you afresh. Lord, I pray by your mercy, by your grace, that you reach out to all at the very point of their need in this room. But those who are joining on across the nations, let your fire rest upon homes and families right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If there be any labor under any kind of disease and infirmity, by the power that is in the blood of Jesus and in the name, let such be erased, eradicated in Jesus' name. Thank you for strength. Thank you for vigor. Thank you for soundness. Thank you for favor. This week, we decree and declare the lies falls upon us all in pleasant places. Thank you, my Father. Every day and every session of this conference is blessed. Take us from grace to grace, glory to glory. We give the praise and the glory in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.